Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your angel medium, Julie Jancis, and today we're sharing your angel stories. Why do our angels and loved ones above show us signs? Yes, they want us to know they're okay and at peace, but deeper than that, they want us to connect with them so that they can help us more from the other side. Friends, it all begins with your intuition, vibration, and experiencing oneness. Your intuition is your soul's voice. It's also how your loved ones talk to you from heaven. In this podcast, we teach you how to turn up the volume on your intuition so that you can hear their loving messages more clearly. We also teach you how to raise your vibration and feel your oneness with all that is. Friends, you are here to love, give love, receive love, be love, radiate love. And because your soul is love, all you really ever have to do is just be. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. Today, we have Laura on the show to share her angel story. Laura, welcome and thank you for your time and and being here. Thanks so much, Julie. It's so nice to connect with you. You as well. Um, So I know you have some angel stories. I'm going to have you take it away and share those. I'm a little nervous just because I don't really openly talk about this with many people <laughs> since this topic is not something you just have an everyday conversation. So don't bear with me and hopefully at all. Yes, you're in a safe space with a community who is going to love your stories. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do love the community. So I'll speak as eloquently as possible. A little background on the story. I had fallen in love with a guy about 15 years ago, early 20s, my first love. My best friend describes us. The only word she said was intense. We were very passionate in all of the best of ways, and we were very passionate in all of the worst of ways. So we were only together for about a year and a half. We weren't really right for each other. But the main thing we had in common was this just intense love for each other. There's there's no denying that. So when we had our last conversation, when we broke up, it was via via my flip phone back in the day. I definitely felt like a part of me truly had died that day. Um, it was my first love, like I said. We were so intense. Um, I've never felt anything like that. It felt bigger than a heartbreak. But I picked myself up, you know, finished college with honors, moved about, you know, on with my life, fell in love again, you know, the things we do, moved to Chicago. And just, you know, moved about my life. But, you know, as the years passed, I would still think of him. He kind of, I felt like put up camp in a little place in my heart, like just set up a tent. So like a song would come on and you know how you kind of think of somebody when a song comes on from your past or just certain things, you know, um, he just kind of always flowed in and out throughout the years. So cut to basically I think this was seven years in. So I had tried Googling him before this was as, you know, nowadays it's very easy to keep up with people. You know, if you're curious about a friend, if you're curious about, you know, an ex, there are social media, there's all these ways to see an image or just know something. There's LinkedIn. So um, Jeff was his name. He was a very much a hippie and, you know, not into social media, was never on anything, which I loved. Over the years, I had never seen an image. He was, had no internet presence. The day we hung up the phone was truly, like, he, he disappeared. I mean, I had kept getting pings to like, Google him seven years later. 
And I was living in Los Angeles at the time. And I did. And the only thing I found, he's nowhere. You know, the only thing I found was, um, I knew he got married and he got married three years after we broke up. And it honestly just kind of took a weight off my shoulders. I think I had been, the way we ended things was kind of open-ended in a way that like, oh, we'll come together again. You know, that was kind of the way. um, So I don't know if I was really vibrationally allowing myself to open up to another man. So when I found this out, it actually was great. A week and a half later, I must have given off a different vibration because I met another guy. You know, he became my boyfriend three years, fell in love. So it really was a great thing that I found that out. So the years moved on. Nine years passed. And now about 13 years later, I live in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina at this time. Don't really think about it much. You know, if I do, it's in a really light, loving way, a song, send him love and compassion, move on. I don't know where he lives. I don't know what state he's in, you know. So I kept getting like his head popping in my mind for a few days in a row, which was pretty unusual at this point. So I was home alone one night and just bored. So I was like, okay, I'm going to Google him because I keep getting his name in my head for some reason after all this time. So I wasn't expecting and finding anything, obviously, after 13 years. Why would I know? So um, I did find something and I, a photo of him popped up. And now, mind you, I don't know what he looks like. I've never seen anything on him. So a picture pops up and it says, in loving memory of Jeff. And it was a picture of him and his wife. And I kind of just went through a state of, I think, shock and disbelief for a moment, opened it up. And it was a GoFundMe page for um, him and his beautiful wife. And he had died in a car accident. So I'm kind of reading through, kind of in a state of a little just calmness, but also just not really believing it quite yet. Seeing pictures of his life that I knew, you know, nothing of. Like there really was nothing I ever had had for 13 years. So that night I processed things pretty calmly. And I had asked him to visit me in a dream. I just listened to your, your podcast this morning with Mary and her dream story. And I just, dreams have always been very important to me. So I asked him to visit me um, in my dream to say goodbye, because honestly, I never had a good formal. We ended it really, really bad. So he did visit me in my dream that night, and it wasn't exactly how I wanted it to go down. So I was living in a little condo at the time. In the dream, he was at the back door of the condo. He was wearing a red t-shirt. I wanted to say so many things to him in that moment in the dream. So I wanted like a word of vomit, so much stuff, but I felt something stopping me and it wouldn't allow me to. And so the only thing I could say was bye. And I said it kind of coldly, to be honest. And he looked at me, he's wearing a red t-shirt and just, he looked so mournful, sad. It was not a great, it was not a great look for me to see. And I could tell energetically that he had so many things to say, but there was something preventing him from saying, so all he was able to say was goodbye. And I woke up um, and the first thing I did was thank him because technically he did say goodbye. <laughs> he did visit me. And so I moved about my day that that next morning, um, but didn't feel good. I didn't feel good about the dream. It didn't leave me feeling like he was okay. At this point, I hadn't had a spiritual awakening yet. So, you know, I didn't know much about, you know, after we pass, what happens, angel number, you know, I didn't know any of this. This wasn't my world yet. So the next day, I decided to go through my memory box because I knew that was going to be a part of the grieving process. So I'm a big memory box person. I've had one since I was seven years old. I got it out. And it's important to note that when Jeff and I were together, we were never like put pictures and frames of each other type people and like put them up everywhere. So the only photo I ever had was just one of him framed. And it wasn't even of his face. It was kind of an artistic shot I took of him 
kind of like trimming, buzz cutting the side of his hair. And you just saw his tattoos on his arm. And then his like profile was kind of out of focus. And it was very cool and artistic. So when I, you know, got his folder of stuff, I got it out. The photo in the frame, it was completely shattered. And gla- the glass wasn't like all over the place. It was still intact in the frame, but itself was shattered in tons of pieces. And the weird part about this was this box has traveled to six different states, countless moves. I move around a lot. And I had just been in that box two months prior because I upgraded to a bigger box at Target. So everything had been intact and had done nothing but sit on the ground. So at the time I thought this was weird. Obviously, you know, I didn't know what I know now. Now, my personal belief is that the moment his physical body crossed, that had shattered. That's my, what I think now. But at the time, I honestly had no idea. So I kind of picked it up carefully, took it to the garbage can, you know, tilted it over, dumped the glass out in pieces. And then I decided to put it on my dresser that evening just to honor him, his life, us. So cut to now. It's important to note, too, that he actually died the day after his birthday. So his birthday's May 20th. He died May 21st. I found out only 10 days after he died on May 31st. So I could have found out a year, two years, three. We've had no contact for 13 years. So and our anniversary was on the 10th as well. So, you know, for me to find out only 10 days after he died, it seemed really bizarre to me, given the fact that we have no relationship. We have had no relationship for years and years and years. So I just feel like that's kind of important to the story. So, okay, let's cut to that night. So the the night I went through my memory box and I, I put up the photo on my dresser is kind of when I had what they call a dark night of the soul, so to speak. And I think everything truly hit me. I haven't felt this way, this pain, since actually that phone call I'd had with him 13 years. I felt like I kind of was experiencing this loss all over. But I just, I questioned everything. I questioned loss. I questioned us as people. I questioned how someone's in your life one minute and then they're not. I questioned, um, I was like, how could you get married only three years later? Which is funny because three years is, is just fine timing. But, you know, for us and in the intensity of our relationship, it was kind of surprising, to be honest. I questioned, I remember saying, did I mean anything? Did I actually mean anything? Because I feel like I've kind of, you know, thought about him on and off over the years. And I just assumed that, you know, he didn't. Um, so I really just struggled with questioning everything about the universe and us and our lives. And I was in a really bad place crying like I've never cried before. And I got up and in my hallway, the only hallway, because it was like 500 square foot condo was a large white feather. And it had kind of like brown, tan, caramel color on top. And like I said, I live in a very tiny condo at the time. It wasn't there prior. It was, you know, and I knew I picked it up and somehow instantly I felt like I could just breathe for a second and it made me softer. It made me calmer. And so, you know, now I know obviously feathers and things, you know, and that's very common, but at this time, like I said, this is, I'm in the midst of my kind of awakening at this point. So, um, I didn't think anything of it other than it calmed me. I thought it was unusual. I liked it. And I decided to put it on the dresser next to the photo for whatever reason, it felt like a logical place to put it. Friends, it's here and I am so incredibly excited from January 22nd, 2021 for a full year until January 21st of the next year, 2022. 
we are running the Women's Circle Mastermind. This is my inner circle and your inner circle for 2021. No matter where you're at in your life, this year-long course helps you to better understand your soul's purpose and create an extensive plan to fulfill it. Friends, you have goals. Even if you cannot see them, your purpose is a very, very real. Together, we'll work through resistance from your egoic mind. Together, we'll peel back your layers until you see the vision God has for your life. Friends, this is a small group of like-minded women committed to going deeper within themselves for one full year. Friends, 2021 is the year of you, your healing work, your growth, your future. I am so excited for you to dive in. If you want more information or to apply to be part of this very small circle of women, visit the show notes below for that application and for all of the details. So that night, that was a pretty intense day. Um, So that night before I went to bed, I asked him, I said, okay, you visited me in the dream. You said goodbye. Thank you so much, but I need more. I was like, for me, I I need more. And I really emphasize for me, please. So I went to bed that evening, woke up at 6am and didn't have a dream. And honestly, I wasn't surprised. I was a little disappointed, but what was I truly expecting? So, um, I used the restroom and I decided I could honestly use another hour of sleep. So I went back to bed and then that's when kind of the big, the big dream, um, happened, although it, it doesn't feel like a dream. It felt very much like real life. So basically, um, I was in bed and just like I was actually in bed, I felt a presence. And if it wasn't Jeff, I definitely wasn't afraid of it. It was, it was a presence, but I can't quite say it was Jeff hundred percent, but I wasn't afraid of the person that could have been him. And I remember I tapped on the mattress and I said, just come sit next to me for a minute. And I felt pressure of somebody sitting on my mattress. There was no one there. You couldn't see anyone, but I actually could feel like the mattress move as this person or, you know, energy sat down. And all of a sudden the ceiling of my condo, the walls of my bedroom, they started concaving in, closing in, in on me. And it sounds scary, but there was nothing scary about it. It was ever, it's like everything we know is physical. It's like, is not. And it was just the way it ebbed and flowed and moved. And like, it's like I said, it sounds scary, but I was the opposite of scared. And I kind of like tilted my head back and without any warning, I flew forward so fast into his photo that was on my dresser, um, moving forward, not like down and, um, things are passing me at such a fast rate. Like it's honestly, it was just like the movies. It was like glimpses of light, glimpses of light, you know, black, red, just, I couldn't make anything out, but it was really fast moving. And then it just stopped. It just stopped and it was still, and it was white, so white and bright and just, it was just stillness. And, and it was him like intuitively there was no, it was him. And I was still in physical body and I was hugging him and wrapping my arms around this white, his soul, his essence, I guess you know, technically it didn't look like I was hugging anything, but I could see myself hugging him. Just the, the feeling of just the most pure love. I like cannot ever describe like in human terms, what this love feels like. Unconditional doesn't even cover it. And I remember I had so much to say to him and I wanted to word vomit everything because it had been so long since we talked. And 
nothing mattered. Nothing mattered. Something stopped me, but saying, I love you. So I said, I love you out loud or telepathically. I'm not sure. And I just remember, I see myself smiling and smiling. And that's all I said. And just as quickly as I was thrust forward, I was thrust backwards, back out through the photo, back to the lights, thrown into my bed, woke up and my life has never, ever, ever (laughs) been the same. (laughs) And so the only important thing to know, this was, he's the reason for my spiritual awakening. He's the reason I feel connected. He's the reason for so many things, because that was not a dream. That was not something to ignore. So much magic has happened since then. And um, something that hit me days later, a few days later after that, I remembered when we were together, he, um, he never used to call me Laura. He called me Belle. He was like, Belle, if you ever need anything, he's like, if you ever need me to do anything and you say for me, I'll never be able to say no to you. And I remember that when I'd asked him the second time, and I forgot, I mean, that's a conversation, obviously, I never really abused that. <laughs> I remember I was like, for me, please, you know, I need, I need more. I need, um, so I remember that days later and I felt, you know, that was such a random conversation we had such a long time ago that he just brought it up out of the blue. But yeah, so that, I would say that that's my story. <laughs> one of them, but the main one. <laughs> that's amazing. Here's what I want to talk about real quick. There's a couple of different things here. First off, that was totally him. And he was coming through from the beginning, like you reaching out and having that urge to reach out so close after his passing was him pushing you. And that's how they communicate through to us from the other side. They use our inner dialogue there. There was that second dream. I want to encourage you and I want to encourage everybody listening. I totally believe you and I see it the way that you see it. I do want to reset the way that we look at the colors of the other side, because as you were saying that you were talking about like the black and the different colors that you saw as you were moving towards there. But when you stopped, all you saw was like the white. Right. And I think it's something where it's a concept that we've talked about so much that we just assume that that that's all there is is, but I've gone into it deep in meditation. And have you ever been outside like after it's raining and you see this puddle where it's mixed with some oil and you see all of the colors like swirl? Have you ever seen anything like that? If you really sit in meditation in a very high vibration and you say like, show me the colors of the other side, Through that white, the white will start to fade and you'll actually start to see all of these colors. But what's fascinating is even when I'm in a session and they're taking you to the other side, the color is different. It's more vibrant. It's like seeing a color looking at a book or a magazine versus being outside and seeing the color swirl with the water and the oil after a rain, there's this translucentness and yet this stunning vibrance that you almost can't even describe. But through the white, there's actually all of the colors. So one of the things that we're trying to do here with the show is just say go beyond it right and look deeper into that color and notice that it's all of the colors that are really there there's another thing that was coming out as 
you were talking, and this is something that I've seen time and time again with a person who loses somebody who's like a soulmate or a twin flame energy in this life, the egoic mind can really come in and try and stick with this point of like, oh my goodness, well, if that was my soulmate or if that was my twin flame or this is that person that I have that huge deep bond with and they're not here anymore, they're on the other side. The question that starts to come in from the egoic mind is, do I have anybody here or was that my person and I don't? And he was really coming through kind of like almost banging a little bit as you were talking. And he said, please bring this up and please tell her that her person is still here and that you have just the deepest connection with this person here in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. Thank you. No, that's beautiful. It's beautiful. And and this whole experience has just really, you know, I feel like he and I are closer now when we're like buddies. And I actually tell him, I was like, can you play matchmaker for me? Like, like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's such a beautiful lightness. You know? And that's what he's coming in talking about too, because he so is from the other side. Yeah, I'm over. I was like, you do this. I'm just going to sit back. I trust you. You got this. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. We'll dive into your second story. Tell me that one. Oh, that's honestly the, the main one. That's like, yeah, that's, that's the one that's just changed everything. Yeah. The, the only re- one I really want to share. The others are just, you know, things that are just, you know, constantly now happening because it had been just my connection to, to spirit and source and love. And then I honestly, I really, you know, I really respect what you're saying about the lights and the colors. It's just, I can only say that is what it was. And maybe it was because too, oddly, I used to write poems back in the day and I wrote a poem when he and I were together, actually, when we just broke up one of 20 times probably about, you know, I have my wings. I need to take off. Like I couldn't keep waiting. I hope one day you find yours. And um, when you do, you'll wrap me around, you'll wrap your wings around me. So I don't know if sometimes, you know, it is, it wasn't, I was seeing all of the others. It was just him. I was seeing, it wasn't like I was getting a good view of, of everything that was going on. It was just literally, it was just, it was just him. Yeah. I think that so often we have this concept, right? And it's from like all the movies that we watched in childhood too. And people say like the white light of God. And when we watch these movies and somebody goes to the other side, they're on top of the beautiful white plushy clouds and they're entering this heavenly divine area that's just all white light. But really when you're on the other side, like and you're seeing it, it's not white, right? Mm -hmm. It's all of the colors, like all of the colors are there. And so, yeah, no, just something trying to like, just kind of push that because I think that that is a part of spiritual bypassing sometimes too, where we're just so connected to the old old mentality of talking about things that we don't realize maybe the preconceived notions or the subliminal energy that it gives off when we, um, because I've even had people on the podcast say like, white is good, dark is evil, right? And they say these two sentences with these concepts right next to each other. So we're just trying to... Yeah, and I don't view it that way as all. It's like, yeah. a, it's, it's just, it's a color. Like, you know, I'm just like, yeah. it just went right. It's I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It was just like, you know... No, that's perfect. But that's I, perfect. I want respect where you're, you're coming from. Yeah. yeah, I'm not even looking. It's just, it's just kind of a description of what... 
of what it, of what it was, what I, you know, I saw and remember. Totally. Totally. Yeah. No, that's amazing. No, it's just fun to have these conversations too. And, and just to talk about it. I love your story. I love how much awakening he brought to you and to your life. And there's so much healing. You can feel that healing vibration throughout Mm -hmm. your entire story that that's really his intention is to bring that healing through to you. Uh, I can see too, that he went through this life review on the other side Mm -hmm. and he was there like right off the bat, you were a big part of his life review. And I feel like he didn't totally even get it in this lifetime of where he went wrong and what part was his part that he was responsible for, but he's so aware of it now. You don't always see somebody like this join a person's spirit team, but he's 100% in your circle on your spirit team. Yeah, I believe it for sure. Yeah. Laura, thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate you and, and you coming on to share your story. What a beautiful soul you are. Thank you. You as well. It was so nice to connect with you. I really appreciate the opportunity and I hope it it helps somebody if someone's experiencing loss, just to know that, you know, they're still hanging out. (laughs) They're still a big part of your life. That's amazing. Thank you, Laura. Thanks, Julie. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Friends, if you'd like to hear from your angels and loved ones on the other side, book a one-on-one session via phone, FaceTime, or Zoom. You can also work with me one-on-one when you register to take the Angel Reiki School online to develop and use your own unique spiritual gifts. If you're just looking to be able to connect with your own personal angels, the Angel Communication online course will teach you how to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly. Friends, if you get benefit from this podcast, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and ask a friend to listen. Don't forget to look in the show notes to see the winner of this month's free drawing. You're entered into the drawing when you write a five-star positive review and email it over to us so that we know how to contact you when you win. Now, if you have time, I want you to pause and do some energy work with me for a moment to lighten, clear, and reset your own energy. To start, I want you to take two deep breaths. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Friends, as I walk you through this, I want you to use your imagination as an energy tool. Friends, your imagination isn't something that's not real. Your imagination is what every human being uses to create physical reality. How does a painter know what to paint? How does a sculptor know what to sculpt? How does a writer know what to write? They see it all within their mind, within the imagination, before it flows through them and is created within physical reality. Friends, I want you to start by seeing yourself surrounded by thousands of angels. These are all angels that work directly for God and they circle around you. They have this light, airy, warm, yummy presence to them. And my friends, they are simply pure love and they radiate their love from their being 
to yours. I want you to take a moment to just breathe deeply in and out as you see and feel the presence of all of these angels surrounding you, sending their love and light energy to you. next I want you to see yourself surrounded by your loved ones on the other side your angels haven't gone anywhere they're still right there but now steps in your loved ones on the other side greet them welcome them take a moment within your imagination to give them the biggest hug and kiss as we do this healing work together, I want you to see that every single being that is surrounding you is just surrounding you because they are connected to God and they want to help you as a soul here on earth to lift your energy, to make it lighter, to take any heaviness out of your aura, chakras, and body. In order for them to help you with this, what I want you to do is voice to them. See yourself in your imagination telling your angels, your loved ones on the other side, God energy of course is there too. Tell them what you are afraid of. I want you to be specific and explain your fears to them now. Now friends, I want you to see your loved ones and angels on the other side comforting you, holding you, wiping away your tears. I want you to see them telling you that you're going to be okay. Your family is going to be okay. I want you to see them showing you in their way from the other side that they are there helping you every step of the way and that they will never, ever leave your side. 
Friends, I want you to see or feel God energy, this pure white radiant light pouring down from above over you. And as you feel this pure love and light, this gentle waterfall just pouring over your head, filling your body, filling your auric field to the outside of you, filling every inch of your being around you. I want you to feel that as this light energy comes in, the highest vibration that is as it gently pours into your being, I want you to feel how all the heaviness within you just releases. With the snap of your finger, God takes every ounce of heavy, low vibrational energy within you. And with that snap of the finger, God turns all of it into the highest vibration, love, light energy. Friends, I want you to imagine within your imagination, your DNA strand. Now, the way that spirit shows me the DNA and what it looks like is if you could imagine that double helix and that within that double helix are millions or billions of doors and windows. And those doors and windows open and close. And as they do, some serve your highest health and good some do not. What I want you to do is say this prayer with me. My friends, this energy work does not have to take a lot of time. You're going to hear me say, use the snap of your fingers because within that snap of the fingers, your intention shifts the energy within your body. So you can say it, But please believe it. Know like you know like you know within your heart that you are changing the energy, the frequency within you to be pure, complete health. So say this little prayer with me now. God, please close all the doors and windows to my DNA that don't serve my highest health. With a snap of your fingers, see those doors and windows close. And God, please open all the doors and windows to my DNA that do serve my highest health. See those doors and windows open with a snap of your fingers. What I want you to do now is see yourself healthier than ever come September of this year. Daydream, visualize about what that health looks like and feels like to you within your body come September of this year. Take a moment to do this work right now and I'll come back to you with my voice in one minute.
friends, I want you to believe like you believe like you believe that you, your family, your friends, you are protected. You are safe. You are secure. Your angels are looking out for you. God is looking out for you. Your loved ones are looking out for you. See yourself as healthier than ever come September of this year. Now I want you to pray with me for a moment for everyone else. God, please protect our nurses, doctors, and all healthcare professionals around the world. God, may you give each of them strength and protect them. God, please also protect all people who work in grocery stores, food service, or delivery. God, may you give each of them the strength and protection that they need. For all people who are suffering from COVID-19 themselves, God, may you take care of them and heal all who are able to be healed. Surround them with your divine protection. Surround them with angels and help every cell within their body to become completely 100% healthy again. God, for every person who has lost a job or had their income reduced, please clearly show them the path to healing, safety, security. Whisper to them in their hearts the direction that you would have them go. God, for every child on this planet, please help them to receive the attention, love, nurturing, and care that they so desperately need. God, please surround them with angels and allow them to feel the divine presence of your love and warmth. For those filled with hatred, God, we ask you to transmute that hate within their hearts into love energy, and we ask you to open up their hearts to make shifts and positive changes to help them raise their vibration. And everyone who is helping with the COVID-19 effort or response in some way, God, please be with each person who needs your strength. Clearly guide them and protect them with whatever they need at this time. Friends, finally, I want you to visualize Thanksgiving of this year. I want you to take a moment of silence to experience this daydream within your mind. See every single family member and friend and loved one there at the dinner table. See them happy, healthy. Feel the gratitude of this Thanksgiving beyond any other Thanksgiving in the past. Gratitude for being all together. Gratitude for all being healthy. Gratitude for the lessons learned. Gratitude for the relationships that grew deeper and the love that is between you all. Again, my friends, see your spirit team on the other side telling you that you are going to be okay. See them helping you. My friends, God loves you. Your spirit team loves you. I love you. Open up your heart like French doors to all of the unexpected blessings that they're trying to bring into your life right now. May you go forth with your day feeling lighter, and living in the high vibration that is God. Go forth in your day, surrounded by angels and your spirit team on the other side protecting you. Allow yourself to just be. Allow yourself to live in the high vibrational frequency that is God and carry it with you throughout your day. Friends, I have to have a disclaimer at the end. This podcast is to educate, inspire, and entertain you on your personal journey towards health and happiness. 
It is not intended to replace care best provided by qualified professionals, and it is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.